Cox Central not here today. Returning at some point in September. Buddy, good catch. Is it a good catch when you've already said the entire show names? That's a good catch. He recovered well. Just a little promo, I guess. Yeah. It's the People Show. We'll soon make its return to these airwaves. Yes. <laughs> it's the People Show with Dan Richo and Vic Nazar here in the Kintech studio. Kintech footwear and orthotics. Did someone score, Vic? Uh, Nottingham Forest just scored. Oh. 80, 89th minute. Jesse Lingard? Uh, was it Brian Clough coaching that team or what? <laughs> Brian Howard Clough. Uh, I didn't see who scored it. That's devastating. I didn't have any uh, Nottingham Forest Un- players in my Unlucky. FPL team. It was Chris so. Wood. Unlucky for the Blades. Man, Chris Wood. Great player. Not that I'm a huge uh, Blades fan, but they got his place in my heart. <laughs> the Blades. Uh, sorry for your Blades, Bick. It sucks. It sucks. Um. All right, we're in the Kid Tech studio. Kid Tech Footwear and Orthotics, Canada's favorite orthotics provider, supported by over 2,500 five-star Google reviews. Find your perfect fit at Kintech.net. I'm curious if Sheffield United knows that they're huge in Vancouver. I should make it the thing. <laughs> Are they huge, huge in Vancouver? Not, I'm just saying. Hmm. Who, who else in Canada do you think is talking about Sheffield United on air? Uh, if Thomas Dobby is on airwave somewhere, he would oh, be. Okay, okay. He's the only other person I know that's a, uh, a blade, a blade, but true and true, you know, dive down with them into the mm-hmm. championship and league one stuck with him. And, uh, he's a producer at Sportsnet, by the way. Uh, anyways, I figured out the best way to reheat pizza. In the air fryer. Yes. Oh, interesting. Okay. Buddy, I, I think it's the so entire, transparent. You just the, got a ninja like we know. <laughs> the entire value of an air fryer comes Re- with reheating pizza. Reach is becoming an air fryer guy. Does yes. it preserve the crust? It does. Okay. Makes it even better. Crisps it a little bit You want to tell the whole story, bud? No. I mean, everyone knows it by now. Uh, it's coming up in the mailbag, I think, anyways. Okay. So let's get to the mailbag. <laughs> Ah, I missed Take a stroll down the boardwalk. I love this. 650, 650 Dunbar Lumber text message inbox. You have a last second question you want to get in for the mailbag. You can do so there. 650, 650 Dunbar Lumber text message inbox. All right. We're talking about it, so why not? Chris Lee asks, did you get your pizza last night ever or? I did. It took 90 minutes to get a pizza. Rough one. It's. Uh, I don't think I've ever ordered pizza on one of the like delivery apps, but and you probably won't ever do it again. Yeah, probably not. I, like I can't. I'm gonna be transparent about it. It was a great deal. You know, they were doing a buy one get one deal on the app. Plus, I had a forty percent off promo, so it was, it was a great deal. Yeah. Um, do delivery apps make the process slower? I don't trust it. I feel like they do. I want to know I'm talking I, to I, a person on the phone and know that they've got my order. So I, I, you still phone the pizza place? I do. I don't feel comfortable with the apps. I want to know that someone has heard my order, placed it, and then the wheels are in motion <laughs> after I hang up. I didn't so why don't you just call places. the pizza place and, well, they might not deliver it after. Okay. Just go, on, like, not even online? No, I don't trust it. I don't feel comfortable with it. I don't know when they receive the order. Man, Domino's, it, like, when you order on Domino's online, the they tracker, just give you, like, constant updates. Yeah, the know? best app, Domino's. You know, it's just like, John is making your pizza. John's throwing it in the oven. So am I just showing my age Jim here? has picked up your pizza. 
I don't Jim is delivering technology. your be- like you can't miss it. Am I just showing my age? I just don't trust the Maybe technology. Maybe a little bit. Yeah. Don't. Maybe a little. Yeah. I like the phone that's a rotary. You, you're showing your age and you're showing your fear. Yes. So I uh, I placed the order at seven fifty. He's like Brooks and Shawshank. He's like the world got itself in a big <laughs> dang hurry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this change. <laughs> Eddie was here. Oh, gosh, that's dark. Don't say that. <laughs> we love you, Eddie. Next thing you know, you're going to see my name on a wall. <laughs> Someone else is going to walk up a few oh. years later and be like, ooh. Oh, that's boy. Um, Sorry, go ahead. So I, I placed the up. order at 750. Mm-hmm. And around like an hour later, I'm starting to wonder, you know, where's this pizza? <laughs> And it's still being prepared, according to the app, by by the place. Showed up hot? Nope. It got to my place after 9 o'clock. So it was like 90 minutes, all told, to get the pizza. Right. Too long. That's tough. And it was cold. Uh, Question. What happened to the day 40 minutes are free? So you live in Mount Pleasant. Yeah. Where's the pizza place? Uh, Main and Broadway area? So not that far. No. No. So a lot of people have been uh, texting me about this. What did you, like, did you tip? Or how much did you put in for tip? I, I put five bucks. That's fine. Is that bad? Is no. that a bad tip? No, no, no. As an Uber driver, that's fine. So I don't think it was the tip that was the problem. No. And you don't you don't find out the tip until after you've delivered. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> we're getting. So they get your money after the service is what you're saying? Yeah. In any case, I don't, I don't know who to blame. I don't know if I should blame the pizza joint who makes fantastic pizza. And that's why the reason I like, mm. I had a craving for that specific pizza place because I know they make great pizza, but you know, it Maybe just took forever. They're like Eddie; they're just not up with the times. What is this? If I ordered a pizza and I waited ninety minutes for it, I'd be like, "Your tip is out the window. You got nothing." Microwave pizza with a half full glass of water. Oh, you've never heard I of saw this? this on TikTok. I've never actually. done this before. It works. I would just use the oven. Yeah, but some people don't have an oven. They just have a microwave. The problem with the oven is that it takes too long to preheat the oven. You, you bake it in with your time. Yeah. You're like, hey, I'm going to be hungry in 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing about the air fryer. It's just like. Yeah. We get it. You right have here. an air fryer. Yeah. Uh, Vicky asks. Says the, the guy who's tweeted about air fryer broccoli or something. It's great. All right. Uh, the Vicky wants to know, what's the best pizza you've ever had and what toppings did it? My favorite pizza is always just uh, down the street from us. Ravata? Uh Uncle Fatiz. Oh, yeah. Potato pizza. That's my jam. The potato pizza. We, we, it, it's, it, it's so great that, like, I, I almost don't like that it's so close to so many spots in my life. It's like it's right here, SkyTrain, all that stuff. It, it's, too, it's too convenient that I don't want to go every single day and, like, ruin the there's a, uh, of it. There's a good pizza place in your neighborhood, La Rota. No, in your neighborhood. Your neighborhood. Like Willem. Ah, yeah. La Rota. That's also good. Yeah. Uh, Emilio Fanatis. I've not been there. Never had it. Very good. Me and Ed's? Me and Ed's is good. Good They're crusted at me and Ed's. They were serving it at the uh, golf tournament the other day. Very pricey, though. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, But, you know, you get what you pay for. They had a pickle pizza. And I was like, who puts pickles on a pizza? Did you try it? No. Why would I try that? Who wants pickles on a pizza? Um... So to answer Vicky's question, it was, 
in Sorrento on my uh, on my honeymoon in 2019. Just a place, can't even remember the name. Walked off the beaten path. They were serving pizza. It looked great. We just had a margarita, and it was incredible. So, the toppings, tomato sauce, basil, and fior di latte. Simple stuff. Simple. Uh, That's the brilliance of Italian food. Simple. Ingredients taste great. Bring the flavors of the also, food out. Also, underrated pizza. Uh, Earl's Margarita Pizza. Yeah. Earl's? Yeah. Wow. Wasn't expecting that. Uh, is this an Italian faux pas? Uh, MD in North Vancouver. Two slices of pizza sandwiched together and in the panini press. Best way to reheat your pizza. <sighs> I don't know if that's an Italian faux pas, but it sounds great. <laughs> Where do we draw the line? <laughs> like, <laughs> sounds great. Yeah. It does sound great, but I feel like. I mean, it's kind of just like. Is making that not a, sacrilege? No, it's kind of like making a calzone. You know. Um, I've never I w- had a good calzone. No? No. Pizza pop. You know what? Uh, I, I can't. I don't know anywhere that sells them in Vancouver. Panzerotti. But. What is that? It's kind of like a calzone. It's bigger? Or? It's uh, fried dough and then they make like a pizza inside the dough. That's a long gush, bro. Like, it's not. No, it's but there's not toppings on top. There's toppings inside. So they took something that's Hungarian and made it Italian. I don't know. That's exactly what they it's a panzerotto. Uh, they do it in uh, in Naples. Yeah, ask your wife about it. She'll tell you what I do. Don't know any places that do it here, though. So if anybody has a good uh, panzerotto place, please let me know. Uh, unsigned text. Please sign your text. What is the earliest you can do an NFL fantasy draft? I have a group trying to do it next week, which I think is way too early. Next week would be the earliest you can do it. I have one draft... The 31st. My earliest draft is on the 31st of August, which still seems early. Actually, you know what? Next week is way too early. I don't think there's a, a rule. Like, I, I'm in Dynasty Leagues, and we drafted two months ago. Was it a rookie draft, though? Yeah, but like... So that's different. It's same same thing applies. No, we're talking redrafts. No, if you want to draft in June, July, too go right much, ahead. Too much chance for... Uh, for injuries. injuries. Yeah, but now there's more chances for trades and all the conversations that go along with it. Yeah. Spend more time looking at your roster. I don't need all that time looking at my roster, man. <laughs> I really don't. The instant dread. Like, why did I take a backup running back in the ninth round? How did I not take said player? Uh, next week is too early. Earliest you should do it is a week before the start of the season. I always wait till Labor Day weekend. Yeah. That's the best time to do it. It is. It really is. That is definitely the best time to do it. Because, I don't know, there's still too much variance. I know there's less preseason games, and heck, most starters aren't even playing preseason games anymore at all. So, it doesn't really matter a ton. But I wouldn't I wouldn't want to do it until at least a week before. Is that's, there, that's the earliest. Is there any question that fantasy football ranks number one on the fantasy sports list. It's not, it's, it's the I, best. It is. Uh, like, fantasy baseball. Too long. For the people that are, like, are, are in it, will always say, like. Wasn't it, like, the OG? It, it was the OG, right? Like, Roto. Yeah. yeah. We got Hideki. But. Honey, we got Matsui. But the. Such a good line. As far as, like, the whole 
atmosphere of it. Yeah. Like, you get together with your boys, your group, and uh, on a Sunday. I miss it. Real-time touchdown vibes. The, I miss the big my, the big league that I'm still in to this day. I miss going to the draft. It's out back east. Mm-hmm. But it's, uh, it's just a different vibe. It's one of your favorite days of the year, draft day. I don't know. Like, Daily Fantasy has sort of changed things quite a bit. I refuse to do it. Refuse? Yeah. Why? I would I would get too far into it. Too so, deep? Yeah. The spreadsheets. Yeah. Oh, which, my God, the spreadsheets. I wouldn't even show up to work. I'd just be like, <laughs> who's on the third line for the Chicago Blackhawks tonight? It'd be too much. It'd be tough. Bick, what'd you do last night? I was staying with my Daily Fantasy team. Seriously. <laughs> seriously. <laughs> you barely showed up for work today. Yeah. Bick is Christian Bale in Fantasy Hockey. I'm not wearing hockey pants. <laughs> I, I'd look like this all the time, just unshaven, unkempt, unkept, uncouth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just the curtains would go up and be like, ah, what? Sunshine. Sam Howell is a minimum salary QB this week. <laughs> Can I host the show from home to, again today? Yeah, if if during the season, starting in September, if I host a show uh, from home t- two days in a row, then you know something's up. Someone come by my place. Um, this text. It's so hard to get people together on Labor Day weekend to do the draft. I've had to reschedule my fantasy draft like 26 times already. Yeah. That's too much. And you just need to plan it. Have a couple of people online. It's okay. Yeah. (laughs) They can figure it out. Uh, You're going on vacation, right, Rach? Uh, Yep. Justin in East Van wants to know, what's one vacation destination that you can visit every year without getting bored of it? I I can't afford it, but I would go to Italy every summer if I could. I mean... Insert any European country here, and like, there's just so many different spots yeah. and places that you can visit each time. I don't know if I've ever gone somewhere twice. Like, I'll go to England, but that's like a family thing. Right. Um, no, I've been to Mexico a couple times now. Well, this will be my second time. Vegas. Ah, uh, I don't know. I get I get is, bored of Vegas on the third day. But thing is, then just go for three days. But thing with Vegas is, you can make it whatever you want it to be. You can yeah. make it a cheap vacation, expensive yeah. vacation. You can make it a party vacation. vacation like, relaxing vacation. Yeah, you like that's the benefit of Vegas. My problem with European vacations, and th- this is very much first world problem, they end up being too busy. And sometimes you yeah. need a, a real yes. reset vacation. Yeah. Yes. You know, rather than like, hey, I'm doing four cities in four days. It's a little much. But a great experience every time. Of course. Uh, Dijo's Pizza and Panzerotto in East Hastings. Thank you, Vicky. Gonna have to try it. It's on the list! All right, next question. Uh, Do you think NHL players will just say how they really feel after the game is over sometime in the future? (laughs) That's from Discount Dracula. I significantly uh, have my doubts. So, Eddie... How quickly are players like ingrained to not say anything after uh, after a game? Pretty young. Yeah. Like, yeah. Even when they're in junior hockey, they're reluctant to really say what they think and speak their mind. It's like uh, since we mentioned Bull Durham yesterday. <laughs> oh right, yeah. Right. 
classic scene. Given the, the media training in the minors already, right? I'll, Write it down, meat. I'll just remember an experience I had of a player expressing maybe a little bit too much, and I was like, wow, this player went there. I appreciated the honesty, but I was somewhat shocked. Let's just say that. The thing is, it's like we have to embrace the honesty. Yes. Yes. I, So it is a huge problem. Like Sean Payton. Love it. Right? When he ripped into the Broncos and everything that was there before him and sort of ripped into Nathaniel Hackett and everything that was going on under his watch with the Denver Broncos. And then there's a complete media circus around it. And then he feels like he needs to walk it back. Like, don't walk it back. Don't. You had a moment of honesty that we all appreciated. And yeah, maybe we talked about it too much, but the jets responded to it and everybody else responded like, Oh, I didn't want to offend anybody. Like, you know, no, you, you know, were being honest in that moment. It's because people are inherently cowards. You're allowed to have the perspective of like, what is this mess? I took over. <laughs> Does it really hurt at the end of the day? Unless it's, you're doing it way no. too much. If, if you have belief in what you do as a coach, it's yeah. okay to be like, what did you guys do here? <laughs> that was me on day one with Alfred and Bruff. <laughs> if you have an above average team and you're nitpicking it like crazy, that could be a bit much. Well, look, and, and maybe some guys are better at uh, couching it. Like Patrick Alvine and Jim Rutherford weren't really afraid to... Um, toss grenades Toss grenades on things that happened before yeah. they showed up Why not? But they did it in a nicer way I mean, they weren't afraid to toss grenades at things that were happening yeah. with them as well They're like, Bruce, catch I, this one I guess Alvin is better at it than Rutherford But, you know, there was a lot of comments of culture and habits and all these sorts of things And they hammered it home over and over and over and over and over again To the point where you're like, oh, well, they're talking about the standards here before we showed up just weren't high enough. And as they should. Yeah. The record speaks for itself. It needs to be better. Or it needed to be better. And then it still does. Jim Rutherford, though, went so far overboard and was so honest that they eventually felt like, well, we need to stop letting Jim Rutherford talk to the media. <laughs> Which I also don't agree with, if I'm being perfectly honest about it. Uh, and part of that was Jim Rutherford's own decision because of how much chaos he, he started last year a little bit. But how do you get better? It wasn't practice. <laughs> Habits. Practice. Structure. He didn't say anything that was so untoward. That's the thing. Okay, that's the thing. We get mad at the messenger, then we do the message. Yeah. All the time. Yes. It's like, hey, this isn't the time to say this. But just listen to what they're saying, and more often than not, for... for not just your mother, for not just anyone, for for a bunch of stuff. It's like, well, we don't want to hear the truth. Well, then what do you want to hear? And then yeah. when and then when they get it right, what are you going to be praising? Culture, yeah. habits, details. You know, you're going to be over the top, throwing bouquets when everything's going right. We got the culture right. We got the details right, etc. It's okay to call something that's bad bad. Yeah. Um, I have a question actually. Okay. It looks like we're going to have to do an extended mailbag. Yeah, we can do that. Um, what is the thing that is going to take over Air Fryer's popularity? It doesn't need to be an appliance. Just oh, I already anything. know this. Because here's the thing. We mention Air Fryers, and the inbox is nonstop telling us things that they use in their Air Fryers. And, oh, the pizza. <laughs> this is what we got to do with the It is crazy right now. <laughs> like, we get it. You have an Air Fryer. 
Yes. I'm not going to lie. This device but, changed my life. But, like, an air fryer shouldn't define your personality, is all I'm saying. Maybe not. Oh. It's it's nuts right now in the inbox. It's tough in the and middle class. And someone texted in and be like, who cares what the pizza takes? It's like, I'm telling you right now, the inbox, all they care about is pizza and air fryers. I, uh, I'm a 36-year-old. I play golf. I'm a sports radio host. And I air fry. And I air fry. <laughs> I'm a dozen, baby. I'm a dozen. Okay, what's the thing that's taking a I want the food that goes well with watching sports that's easy to cook, air fryer. Yeah. I know Lululemon's clothing is a little too expensive, but I still buy it anyways. Yeah. On the discount rack. Yep. Man, the We Made Too Much rack, what? unbelievable. It's fantastic. Every Thursday morning. To answer your question, Vic, the Ninja Creamy. That's the next thing. What is this? It's an ice cream maker. You can basically make ice cream out of anything. And it took oh, okay. it took social media by storm this summer, and I think it's the next big thing. Yeah, everybody's making like, oh, 47 calorie ice cream. Like, what? 20 <laughs> grams of protein. I love that. Re- Reach and I are on the same side of TikTok. It's fantastic. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> I heard the story. Our algorithms are just uh, yeah, in Nick, line. Bix al- I don't know what's on Bix algorithm. I don't have I'm gonna TikTok. going to be honest with you. I don't have TikTok. You don't? No. Even your Instagram algorithm. It's I don't just, get it. Uh, it, it. It's all like footy memes. Oh, that makes sense. It's like old stories. From what you laughing for? <laughs> yeah. But like. Shadia <laughs> <yeah. laughs> Mane. But it's all these like. The best player in the Paul Gasguin stories. <laughs> There's some great ones of him like going to teammates' houses at 1 a.m. and like making a sandwich. It's hilarious. Gaza. Yeah. Uh, Dan from Nanaimo believes air fryers are overrated. Sounds like a guy who doesn't have one. Like I, I said, what's the, stop with the air fryer text and they're still coming in. <laughs> Jeff and Eastdale. The best thing about air fryers. It's like I'm not gonna read the thing, but it's like we get it. Air fryers are a thing. Yep. <laughs> it's basically the same as your oven. Yes, I get that. Smaller and faster. Smaller and faster. Mine has different modes, too. So it's nice. Yeah. But it's been like two years now, air fryer content. I just got one. I finally made the plunge. and On Amazon Prime Day. It was worth it. Just throwing that out there. Uh, we got any more questions? No, let's do it after the break. Cause okay. We, we have home. time. Are we going to uh, 4.30 today or anything like that? No, no. Okay. Mailbag overflow. I was late for a party, and they were like, what happened? I was like, oh, we screwed up. <laughs> Talk about pirates. We screwed up big time. Uh, talking about pirates. That's we, right. We, we were definitely talking about pirates <laughs> so yesterday. Funny. Peak summer content oh, here on man. Sportsnet 650. Uh, mailbag overflow. Who could some of the next NHL breakout stars be? You can uh, leave a comment, 650-650 on the Dunbar Lumber text message inbox, plus Confession Friday. Let's go! It closes out this week here on The People's Show, Sports at 650. Final People's show. It's Dan Richo and Big Bizarre. We're here in the Kintech studio. Kintech Footwear and Orthotics, Canada's favorite orthotics provider, supported by over 2,500 five star Google reviews. Find your perfect fit at kintech.net. It's like this texture was hanging out with us in the break here. Okay. Because Eddie and Dom came in. Yeah. Canberra came in. Air fryer. And we we're talking just air fryers. Over. 
And someone texted in, love my air fryer, but can't live without my ist- without my Instant Pot. And that's what Cam came in. He's like, Instant Pot. Did you guys know there's a yogurt setting on the Instant Pot? <laughs> We're like, what is happening right now? Everything's listening. Yeah, everything's the, the listeners are listening. Do we need to remove our phones Yeah, when we have conversations at break? Yeah. Maybe. Turn them off. Maybe. Uh, that That is something. Like, the phone is just listening to you way too much. Well, we have it, like, on our person. Yes. 24 hours. But, like, it is weird how the algorithm just, like, hears what you're saying, and then it's like, okay, I'm going to spit out this kind of content for you. Yeah. Or even it just, the like, world we live in. it knows what you're thinking sometimes. Did I even say that out loud? How did it know? That's the one where it's too much. <laughs> but actually, okay, that is too much, but also when you accidentally click on an ad, and now yes. every ad is that. Oh, yeah. I accidentally clicked on a mattress ad once. We need oh, to no. talk about this. And I don't know how to... Like, do I have to click on other ads to get You have it? to, like, scroll through that ad as quickly as possible a couple of times for it to, like... Okay, but it's been going on for three weeks, and I can't... <laughs> I'm I glad can't you brought this up, because uh, how you get around that on Twitter, especially, or X, is you just block that ad, right? You right. just block the account. You can't block anymore. But I don't Elon, know about that. Elon came out today and said, I'm taking out the block feature from X. Because too many people are blocking the companies that are buying ad space on Twitter. Oh, is that the reason behind it? Yeah. Mm. Well, some of the ads you get on Twitter are very strange. So annoying. I'm also very tired of the... Uh, board Ape. Stop <laughs> the, it with the Board Ape apps. Yeah. Or ads. <laughs> There's too many porn bots on Twitter as that well. That too. Now. Yeah. You know. Like, I, bo- I blocked an ad for a book or something. And the character looks like Yarmar Yager, I swear. I saw it way <laughs> too much. And I blocked it, and I still see it. Um, it's annoying. I've never really blocked anyone on Twitter, I don't think. Uh, I won't block... Um, like, if you can still use the mute feature, like, what's what's all that different about muting somebody and blocking them? You want to tell them that you've blocked them. Yeah. Nah, mute, That's the purpose mute of the Mute is actually funnier. Like, I just imagine this person, like, yelling into the ether. Oh, no, I totally get you your know, point. Just, like, getting upset. Stop saying Phil DiGiuseppe is in the second line for the Canucks. <laughs> From David three two five six seven eight four. You POS. Yeah. They'll call me some like nasty Italian name, and it's like you know, like I, I, I'm just happy to think that you think this got to me, and it never did. Yeah. I I only like block like a couple big, of people, big profile, right? People. I'm like, I just don't need to see this. You're just like, I don't need to hear Bill Simmons talk about the Celtics anymore. <laughs> Darren Rovell is one I had blocked. Oh, yes. I was just like, this content, I don't understand. I don't need to know. I just don't need to see what... it. Zach Boychuk is another one I Oh, my right. gosh. That guy created a whole career on, on Here's uh, why. social. Here's why. So when I first got on Twitter, because he followed everyone, yeah. and I was like, oh, cool, Zach Boychuk. So I hit follow. And then months down the line, I saw the unfollowed me. I was like, oh, I'm not going to follow you now. So I just unfollowed. And then he followed me back. I was like, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm Twitter wise now. I'm not falling for this. I'm trick. woke to this. I blocked it. And I was like, I, I see your game. Yep. Yeah. But my block list is real, is, is real small. I follow back. Just put that in the bio. Oh, my goodness. Follow for follow. Yes. <laughs> probably, uh, probably not great. Uh, more questions coming in from the mailbag discount dracula have you ever played bingo at a bingo hall 
I've done this. Gone to go play bingo? At a bingo hall. Yeah, of course. You were the youngest guy there, probably. Yes, I was. Honestly, so I uh, I remember winning. It was like 500 bucks. So it was a nice, nice little night. Great. Nice spot. But when I yelled out bingo, I have never received so much cut eye in my entire life. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, but I can imagine you yelling. 73-year-old Susie was just like, I can't believe you won today. Yeah, but you're annoying with it. What? What? I was just collecting my prize. Bingo. We, we all know it wasn't just bingo. It's probably like the password <laughs> intro. <laughs> bingo. <laughs> it's oh. time. It's time. It's bingo time. It was back in. Uh, it was back in Woodbridge too. So it was. It was all, all the nunny that were uh, very yeah. upset with me. You know? I will admit, I once hollered out bingo. And I was wrong. Oh, I <laughs> oh, felt shame. Oh, oh, I felt shame. That's tough. That is tough. Um, Dan asks if he's still the only one who uses a rice cooker. No. No? You use a rice cooker? No, but I know plenty of people who do. And as someone who cannot cook rice, I should invest in one myself. Um, there's just cook rice on the stove? I Every time I try, I ruin it. How, how do you ruin it? I'm not good. Just don't pay attention to the time. That's I can cook anything else. I cannot cook rice. It's like the simplest thing. It's so incredibly simple to cook rice. I understand. Double the water to rice. Thank you. Put I it know. on low. I know. And set your time, and away you go. Drop an olive oil in there. Yeah. Yeah. Can't do it. Can't do it. Every it comes time. back 17 minutes later, and it's burned. It's like it should be on 13. <laughs> no, it's usually too mushy. What's that? I think you're putting too much water in them. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, Alan with a uh, comment more than a question. Tried to listen today, but no Canucks or even hockey talk. First segment. Sorry, but if you guys don't talk hockey, I might as well listen to something else. I'll try again on Monday. We have a Canucks question. Okay, let's hear the Canucks question. Uh, from Ernest, is there any way the Canucks can get the same return by trading Tyler Myers in the near future compared to doing it at the deadline? No. No. They would you're better off waiting. The real dollars involved with trading Tyler Myers are still prohibitive. Yeah. It's six million total dollars. Uh, contrary to earlier reports this summer, his bonus was not paid out. So, and until that is, sometime in September, Tyler Myers is not much of a trade asset. That's going to stick. And then the deadline, I mean, he's still got a little bit of trade protection, so that's going to hinder it a bit. But if the Canucks wanted to trade Tyler Myers at the trade deadline, they'll be able to trade Tyler Myers at the trade deadline. And pending the, you know, retention and all that sort of stuff, uh, I believe at the deadline it'll be like one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars real cash. Yeah, for someone. At that stage, they're like, cool, a three million dollar cap hit. I get it, but real cash, it's one hundred twenty-five grand. That's it. Um. I don't know, like, second-round pick feels rich right now. Things can get crazy for a right-shot defenseman around deadline time. I don't think a second-round pick is completely out of the question. And I I have a feeling we're going to not mind Tyler Myers so much this year either. You say that now. Well, you, well, <laughs> well I mean, I've always... 
kind of been okay with Myers in general, understanding that he's probably playing a role too big. <laughs> While we appreciate every text, and yes. Alan, like, well, we appreciate you texting in. We always take the opinions of like, hey, more Canucks talk, all that. The air fryer talk has switched to, <laughs> it's the summer. We want to screw around. This dude's getting roasted in the inbox right now. So appreciate everyone texting in. <laughs> Everybody just wants to screw around in the summer. Okay. Oh, man. They're but all thank listening. you for the text, Alan. I'm People are coming in with rice stock. <laughs> heat to boil, take off heat, all done. My point with Myers was going to be, he's going to play in such a mitigated role. Plus contract year. That you might, like we're going to, people are going to like Tyler Myers more this year than they had in previous years. Someone is taking this audio right now and going to put it on a reel on Instagram in six months. Ah, I hope so. I'm going to be right about this. You watch. Contract year, Tyler Myers is going to be a thing. We'll see. <laughs> uh, unsigned text. Now that Bergeron's done, how do you size up the Selkie race? His year? Yeah. PD? Ooh. Um... Pedersen got some selkie votes this year. Mark didn't Stone. He? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mark Stone. I was thinking centers, just because of Bergeron. Uh, yeah. Hopes. Mark Stone. Mitch Hopes Marner going to keep getting the uh, Toronto vote. Um, I-, I wouldn't mind seeing Aho get a vote. Nick Suzuki. Barkov will always get a share. Yeah. Nick Suzuki, really? Oh yeah, Nick Suzuki. Might not be uh, like Habs might be too bad yeah. for him to get too much love, but. I mean, just go back to... He'll the, be on the radar in a couple of years. The playoff run. I'll give you one name. Joel Erickson Eck. Yeah. That's a good shout. I feel like he's one of those guys who doesn't score enough to get Selkie love. <laughs> yeah, but he'll get votes. Brayden Point? Not enough, but he'll mm-hmm. be on. Although, I don't know about Brayden Point now. Uh, Feels like he gets elevated for the offensive stuff now. That team's in a backward slide, I think. Your boy, also in Tampa Bay. I'll let you say the name. Anthony. Cirelli. There we go. Good Woodbridge boy. Sorry, where is he from? Woodbridge. Okay. Yeah. Uh, is there anyone that's going to dominate like Datsuk did? And no, then yeah, that's did? Yeah. I don't see it. Yeah. I it, wonder if um, Philip Deneau gets more love this year. Sure, because he'll be a more natural defensive role. Yeah. I mean, I think, honestly, he's been... Probably worthy of at least being a finalist at some point in his career, and he's yet to be, but... If Ellie wins the division, he'll get it. Yeah. But it seems like people still vote for Kopitar over Dano, which is kind of strange. Like, Kopitar's not that guy anymore. As much, at least. Um, All right, there's that. Next. Uh, Dempster Dan, this is a fun one. Have you ever gone to curbside pickup at a store just because you don't want to go into the store? I'm currently waiting at a Canadian Tire just so I can listen to you guys. Oh, that's literally the best compliment you can give radio people. (laughs) That's awesome. Hey, I stayed in the car. Thank you so much. Yes. That's awesome. Thank you, Dempster Dan. Um, Curbside pickup. I don't think I've ever done it. No. Uh, During COVID times when I was Christmas shopping. Yes, I did do that. You did do it? Yeah, like Best Buys and things like that. Yeah. I definitely have not done curbside pickup for anything. Eddie? No, I've not done it. I found it very inefficient, but 
it was very necessary. inefficient. Yeah. Again, when are they going to get my order? When are they going to send it out to me? <laughs> Could I have just spent that time waiting, going yeah. into the store, grabbing it? Yeah, going Eddie's in not the guy to talk no. about this. I, I lied. Practical. I have done groceries, grocery runs where I order it oh, online. Oh, groceries, yeah. I hate it. I don't trust other people to touch my really, produce. I, I just really dislike the process. Yeah. I don't get to like pick my blueberries, the ones that I like. Right. I'll just grab a blueberry, blueberry apple. Yeah. <laughs> Not even like watermelon. You like? I want to do the. Smack yes, test. I was about to say you got to do the smack test. <laughs> but like, but like blueberries or what's the smack test? On watermelon, you smack it if it's hollow. Here for the sound. Yeah. Oh, wow! Gives it a little dung. Yeah. That. All right. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> there you go. That's better. It's more. Uh, there you go. That's a coconut <laughs> sound. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> Unsigned text. Uh, I can't believe that just happened. Uh, best place for beverages. Also, how do you define a patio? An outdoor seating area next to a restaurant? But Adjacent to a restaurant? Or some of them like rooftop? Like a rooftop patio is not a technically a patio. Here's the thing I've It's a noticed, rooftop bar. And I, maybe I'm a snob because I just came back from Europe and there's a lot of walking zones. If your patio is in an area with a lot of cars, I don't want it. It's unpleasant to sit outside next to a busy street. If your so, patio is on False Creek, False Creek. So, right, like, you don't like a Main Street patio? No. Commercial drive patio? No, thank you. Mm. You don't want to yell yeah. over the cars during your I'm having a great time. Meanwhile, there's a dumpster truck driving by. Somebody he, drives down he, in their IROC Z28. Like okay, I get, I get the take. I, I'm more just like, hey, I'm outside. The thing is, I'm, I'm more like company than venue. Yes. Like, I can deal with a bad place if I'm amongst good company. Oh, that's so sweet. I Thank mean, you. I have... Yeah. There's a couple of great patios along the seawall that's like a 10-minute walk for me. Right. Yeah. But I Dom, never go. Like you invite me out. It's like, we better go somewhere amazing. Okay. I'm like, um, <laughs> Thanks, Vic. <laughs> I need the vibes. I need the atmosphere. All right. We work together all the time. <laughs> good to know. That's what we do. I'm sweet. In one uh, moment, it hits you with the right hook in the next one. In the summer, I'm just a big Aperol spritz guy. Oh, who isn't? Yeah. Right? Just such a light, fun drink. While we're on the topic, you just cannot replace the feeling of sitting down at a little cafe, European street. Yep. Sitting on the patio, mm-hmm. drinking your coffee. Oh, yeah. A little biscotti. Mm-hmm. It's nothing better. You just can't replicate it. Nope. The problem, though, is, Dom, like when you're in Europe and, and you have those vibes, it's because you're on, on vacation. vacation. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You don't have to get to work later in the day, so your mind isn't thinking about having to work. Uh, a follow-up text on the best place to enjoy beverages and how do you define a patio. So backyards don't have patios. This is why I asked that. Backyards can have a patio. It's a balcony or something. I don't know. Is a that balcony a is a balcony. A, a deck to me is a patio. Yeah. But a balcony is a balcony. Any outdoor seating, I agree with. Any outdoor seating adjacent to uh, a restaurant, I guess. That's how I would define a patio. Um, Is there more questions in the mailbag? Yeah. Okay. Uh, This is unsigned. I'm telling you, people, sign your text. Uh, Actually, no, sorry, no. It's uh, signed halfway through or at the beginning. Uh, Max in New West. Is it? Wow. Would you rather see? I'm, I'm. struggling mm-hmm. would you rather see vancouver come out strong this season give the fan base some hope but miss the playoffs 
Or would you rather see them tank the start of the season like they did last year? Uh, I could not live through another bad start to the season. I don't know what that means for me, but... <laughs> Just win. Just win, baby. Just win. All Everything that we do here is all about winning. That's it. And who even wants to accept 91 points and missing the playoffs? It's another miss. No matter how you do it, it playoff sucks. season. No matter how you do it, it sucks. You Winning miss- is just better. Yeah. I, I understand, like, hey, second, third round, I get it. But winning is just better. Winning is better. I, like, the Canucks, please just don't start so poorly again next year. Amen. Can we have meaningful games in December? <laughs> I I mean that in the most serious way possible. Not even March, just in December. I guess the Boudreaux year, they kind of made it interesting again in March, which seemed so unfathomable when he took over the team on December 6th. But they still couldn't dig out of that ditch. They still couldn't dig out of that ditch. Last year, when Tockett took over, we knew it was over anyways. But... It was it, over uh, it was over in December the year before and it was over in November last year. Yeah. And it was somehow regressed. So terrible to to have to go through that for the fans and for the team, I imagine. Just don't do that again. That's that's it. Here's what we said on Monday. Just give us give us a normal Canuck season where it's about the hockey. That's never going to well, happen the thing in Vancouver, is, but it, it's almost too much carnage has happened now. Yeah. That there's almost nothing. Like, there, there will be side stories, of course. Of course. But, like, but make it about the GM the has been oh, removed. Yes. The coach has been removed twice now. The captain's been removed. There's not really, like, any other high-leverage changes you <laughs> can make. Don't jinx it. But, like. Something can happen. The, the only thing that could really happen that would blow you away would be, like, Pedersen gets traded. Just because contractually there's one year left, all that sort of stuff. That's really about it. That would floor you and make this season a sideshow. Talkett's not going anywhere. Alvin and Rutherford aren't going anywhere. They're aligned. Like, a statement that says a new contract is not going to get done and it's going to linger for weeks and weeks and weeks, oh. weeks. Yeah, but, like, that's really about it. Yeah. And are, is anybody anticipating something like that? Perhaps. <laughs> Perhaps. Uh, last question here before we go out. Yep. Uh, and get into Confession Friday. Get your confessions in, 650-650, Dunbar Lumber text line. Uh, if you could trade your life for that of a pro athlete, who would you choose? Personally, David Beckham. Oh, no chance. Oh, like like we're like Freaky Friday? Yeah. Just body swap here? David I'm, Beckham. I'm going, I'm going somebody like Brian Harmon. <laughs> Seriously. Just so you can play like, good, good just golf? Just play golf all around the world. Be good at golf. <laughs> Win a bunch of money, but like not be enough of a star that I'm still completely anonymous to most of the world. You really took this whole golf in your middle age and like really made oh, it. Oh, hundred percent. But tell me, like, there's Brian Harmon's made like twenty million in his life already. You said it's nuts. Brian Harmon, and I thought you were talking about Mark Harmon, like the actor. <laughs> it's like the NCIS guy. I was like, what? Brian Harmon. Underrated. You know, so, so like just a Chase Daniel, completely uh, yes, to get backup QB jobs. But I don't want to have to like 
be Chase Daniel and end up in the line of the fire and potentially have my knee taken out. Right. Or getting blown into next week. Roger because Federer life some left tackle good. just didn't block. Yeah, Roger yeah. Federer's life. Come to town pretty soon. Vic. I don't know. I don't want the, like, stardom that comes with being Roger Federer or Tiger Woods or Rory McIlroy. Or is Connor Roger McDavid. Federer really that much harassed? Or maybe oh, Europe, Roger Federer is, if he's walking down the street, that's the thing. Is Roger Federer, like, he's a top five most recognizable athlete on the planet, oh, yeah, right? Of course, yeah. But if he had a property, say, in the British properties, would anyone bug him? Yeah, uh, maybe not. Sarah McLaughlin would be at his tour every day. Ryan Reynolds. Sarah she lives up there. <laughs> Get some private concerts? Why not? Yeah. Oh, we got our first confession in. Uh, Bick, you didn't give us an answer. Uh, I'm just trying to think of like my favorite athletes. It'd be like Deion Sanders, something like that. Just you coaching Colorado right now? No, I'm talking about like playing Cowboys and everything like that. Be in prime time. Yeah. Play two sports in the same day. Do Play the outfield for the Atlanta jump. Braves and yeah. cornerback for the Cowboys. Yeah. Beckham's a good one. Good shout. Well, just even the family life. He's got it all. I already thought of the name of your dance, the Bick Run. Just come up with a dance called a Bick Run. Let's go. Mike is saying the best investment ever is golf lessons. I might need to take that advice, Mike. Oh, no. Then I'll come on and talk about my golf lessons instead of my air fryer. <laughs> and rip everyone else's swing. You should be doing this. I don't know. Would you want to be like Chris Terreri? Just sit yeah. behind Martin Broder. You get in for eight, eight to ten games yeah. a year. Make a million bucks a year or whatever it might have been. Just two Stanley Cup rings or plugging Two cup ears. rings. Probably want to choose a more modern athlete. <laughs> <laughs> Just yeah, so like, yeah, I had to Google that one. You didn't but know like Chris Terreri? Payday. No. But I think that's the point at the end of it. I, I've, I've used Chris Terreri on a couple of puck dokus. Yeah. With Chicago? Yeah. Jersey? Uh, yeah, I would want to be that athlete that's like a journeyman. Too good to not be in the league, but not good enough to stick with one team. Being like a, a 500 starter is a pretty good life, too. Yeah. Yeah, what about like a cult classic player? Just like, you're not huge, but in one city, they know you. Jeff Cowan. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. You look at Instagram, Mike Smith looks to be having a pretty good life for himself right now. Parting it up on wedding season. He's made a good amount of money. Mike Smith. He was a wild card. Oh, gosh. He was definitely a wild card. A I wouldn't trust place. him at a game seven. But. Uh... Lewis Hamilton. Snoop the dog. We're not going to read it, but I think you got Dom behind the glass. Yeah. Dom was this close to reading it. No, I got... Yo. Dom's Confession Friday. <laughs> Dom. <laughs> We're not going to read the text, Snoop, but uh, well done. Well played. I mean, he had endurance. All oh, right. brother. All right, that's it for the mailbag. Uh, Confession Friday is coming up. Plus, we'll do our breakout players. <laughs> I think. Uh, Confession Friday. Send in your confessions to 650-650 on the Dunbar Lumber text message inbox. That's next on Sports at 650. Discussing the biggest stories that matter to Vancouver sports fans. Halford and Bruff in the morning. Subscribe and download the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
All right, final segment of Canuck Central. I mean the people show. There we go. Sorry. I apologize. You got there. Um, final segment here in the Kid Tech studio. Dan Richo and Bick Nazar. Appreciate all the uh, questions, comments coming in. And some confessions. And some confessions. 650, 650 on the Dunbar Lumber text message inbox. Keep those coming. We'll uh, take as many confessions as you like. You can leave those unsigned as you are making a confession. So let those keep flowing in. 650, 650. If you have a confession to make here on Friday, you can let it out. Get it off your chest. Safe space. It's a safe space. We're in the nest. Yeah. This is the nest. Okay. Reach, Reach and I had an interest. Wow. Uh, Reach and I have an interesting uh, exchange that uh, I have to confess about as well. Okay. Sounds good. We'll get to I'm that excited in a for it. Yeah. A couple things we want to do before then, though. So, um, Dolphins training camp is a wild place or preseason, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it. Uh, Tyree Kill was talking about how he uses Madden to scout opposing cornerbacks. <laughs> and uh, Tua Tungavaloa, who is expected to have a pretty big season here was having some fun with reporters in the last couple of days and uh, basically challenged them to recite a play that he would spell out to his teammates in a huddle uh so we're gonna challenge ourselves oh boy did you see okay like the the qb netflix doc yeah there was one episode that's like about this yeah Crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. How do you remember this? And and you got to remember, I don't know, 95 plays and different variations of them. Crazy. It's absolute madness. So we're going to get one go at this? One go at this. We'll oh, play the man. full clip. Okay. And then afterwards, if you need a replay of just the play. Okay. But I want to see if you guys can do it after just one play. Okay. okay. All right. Let's, uh, let's hear it. Not, I've not heard this clip either. We're, we're going to try and recite the yeah. play that Tua Tungvaloa would call in the huddle. I, I can give you guys a play, and then if you guys want to repeat it after me, as if you guys were in the huddle, you guys can. All right. Should I go once or twice saying it? Once. Once? All right. We got North right, Clamp, South Fox, H-Top, Pass 38, Top, Gumby, XP, Sweat. Let's go. Anyone? <laughs> yeah, there's no chance. North Gun, Top Gun, Fox. No. no. North White Clamp. North White Clamp, Top Gun, Fox, H-Block, 32, Slant. No. Should we play it again? All right. We got North Right Clamp, South Fox, H Top, Pass 38, Top Gumby, XP, Sweat. Let's go. No, there's no chance. (laughs) There's like 12 elements in there. I need to like sit down and like study this. We need the opposite of Bick's moving watching skills. Need to play it back at like .25 speed. (laughs) Yes, seriously. Can I hear it again? All right. We got North Right Clamp, South Fox, H Top, Pass 38, Top Gumby, XP, Sweat. Let's go. There wasn't even a slant in there. No. You said slant. I was joking. I got north right clamp, south fox, H top pass. I got a 38. Right, we got north right clamp, south fox, H top pass, 38 top gun, BXP sweat. Let's go. 38 There's, top gun, I'm BXP. missing like half of it still. BXP yeah. sweat. That's, uh, I know if it just is BXP sweat. I did pretty good, but like I missed half of it. How do you get this on one try in front of 80,000 people trying to throw you off in an away game? On a headset that's like, <laughs> north right clamp, 38 top pass. Okay, one more time. All right, we got North Right Clamp, South Fox, H Top, Pass 38, Top Gumby, XP, Sweat. Let's go. What is the last four? North Right Clamp, Top, South Fox, 32, but. H Top, Pass 38, Top Gumby, XP, Sweat. Let's go. H Top. H Top, Pass 38, Top Gumby, XP, Sweat. Let's go. 
H top pop, gun. H top. There's top no 38. top gun, bro. <laughs> what is it? H top pass thirty eight. Top gun BXP sweat. Oh, it is top top gun. Yeah. H top pass top thirty eight. Top gun. Top gun BXP sweat. I got no idea. Let's go. Throw two variations in there. Yeah, I think I think that has most of the variations built into it. I guess. Um. So like all one of the reporters said it sounded like a uh, a flag at the line. <laughs> False start. Right. There's no way that's a real play. It is. No, it's a real play. It's a real play. Because usually how, how we know it's a real play. The, the first bit would be like the protections. Second bit is the formations. And then the, you got your. If you're in the huddle, you're only listening for your bit yeah. of the play. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, do you think it's a Dolphins play or it's like a play from previously in his career? I think it's his play. Yeah, it might be from a previous season. But yeah. yeah. Here's the thing. When I was listening to ESPN talk about this. These plays are pretty translatable across all of football. Like, most people understand what. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Can we hear him one right, more time? We got North Right Clamp, South Fox, H Top Pass 38, Top Gumby XP Sweat. Let's go. I, we've heard it 10 times and I still don't get it. I, I don't know what the last. Is it BMX? Like, like, what, like what do you say at the end? XP Sweat. Let's go. Gumby XP Sweat. Let's go. BXP Sweat. Top Gumby XP Sweat. Let's go. Top Gun BXP Sweat. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> okay, so it, it took us like 25 tries, but it's like North Right Clamp, South Fox, H Top Pass, 38 Top Gun, BXP Sweat. Let's go. And what do you think each element is doing? Uh, I imagine the H Top Pass has something to do with the H back. Gun, I imagine, is from the gun. I don't know what the protection call for North Right Clamp is or yeah. South Fox, but I, I believe usually like the receivers go last. And so it's protections first. Um,. Whatever in the middle of receivers. What this last. tells me is that we do not give enough respect to quarterbacks and good quarterbacks at that. Yeah. Um, but all like every single guy on the team needs to know these things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know. And Tyree Kill is just playing Madden. And uh, we crush guys when they like miss an assignment or they screw up their route, route, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. So. And it now makes sense when you see a quarterback light up a receiver for not running those extra five yards. Yep. Not even five yards. Or just going Whatever, yeah, 14 you, inches. Yeah. yeah, you get the point. Yeah. Staying on a go route when he should be uh, curling back. It's it's so tough. <laughs> That's why Josh is crazy. <laughs> Josh is not going into a spot and reciting the play call and then completing a pass. <laughs> no chance. <laughs> not a chance in the world that would happen. My chair is doing that thing where it's like gradually Sinking. declining again, and it's really making me unsettled. At least you're not smacking yourself with the microphone. Oh, I'm man. just like sinking in here. It's like I'm in quicksand. You gonna be okay? It's like I'm Akon. These streets remind me of quicksand. Okay. No. No. What? No. There was a time when Akon just couldn't miss. Yeah. <laughs> he don't miss, man. <laughs> he don't miss. He don't miss. One of the people I was lucky enough to interview. Akon? Yeah. Good Holy dude. Smoke. Convict. Did you say to him, like, you just don't miss? <laughs> <laughs> he was doing a show in uh, Chilliwack. He's convict music in Chilliwack, hey? Yeah. Wow. The more you know. So uh, that's uh, from Tua Tungvaloa. Um. Each position is only waiting for their small yeah. small piece. Ask a receiver what blocks the guard is doing. I really doubt they know. Yeah. 
That's a text coming in at the Dunbar Lumber text message inbox. Um, so quickly before we get to Confession Friday, a couple of thoughts on some breakout potential candidates in the National Hockey League. I mean, there's always going to be a few, and how you define this is going to be different for everyone. We've talked about this several times with the Canucks already this season and the same names that you would expect to come out. Um, Nils Hoaglander, Vasily Putkolzin, one of the above. If you were to look at this throughout the National Hockey League, though, who could be one of these next great stars, Bick? So I kind of took this in two ways. Yep. One, guys who haven't emerged yet, but also guys we've kind of seen and waiting to take the jump. Uh, the one, we talked about him yesterday, Dylan Cousins. That's the one I'm just like, he's established, established himself now, but is there going to be a tear jump for someone like Dylan Cousins? Yeah. That's the one I look at and say, um, maybe not as explosive as Tage is, but if they make the playoffs, are we going to look at and say like, hey, the, the work that Dylan Cousins does, kind of like Nico Hishier does right now. It's like, Nico Hishier is thriving, and Jack Hughes is the one that gets all the credit, but Nico Hishier is dominating right now. Yeah. I think there's going to be that similar kind of tone taken for Dylan Cousins. Cousins is... Um... We, we touched on this yesterday, not getting enough love for just how good he could be mm-hmm. and how good he already is as well. So um, that's a great shout. And a lot of these guys, typically younger players that uh, have started their breakout and maybe just get more onto mm-hmm. the star level radar. Um, the other three guys I have, though, are all like first year or second year players kind of. Oh, OK. Um, I had a couple of names that I circled. And one is Cole Caulfield. Um, Ooh, that's a good one. Who who was not on our Team USA He was roster. not on our Team USA roster, but potentially could be if this breakout comes to fruition. So he was, like, he showed up in that early stage with the Montreal Canadiens um, and just exploded onto the scene but even last year over an 82 game pace he scored at like a 46 goal pace it's decent so a healthy season from cole caulfield could have him flirting with 40 goals and anytime you have a player like that any player jumping into the 40 goal category is a breakout player for me so the shots there, his ability to find soft soft ice. Like, I think Cole Caulfield could be a 40-goal scorer in this league, so he's my breakout candidate. Uh, I went with another Buffalo Sabre, Jack Quinn. I imagine that's going to be a sexy hockey pool one as well, or a fantasy hockey one, uh, whatever uh, is your move. 37 points last year. Again, an explosive team. Is that someone that clips 50 and starts to make this yep. next wave of a breakout? Because, look, top 10 pick recently. Um. There's a couple of defensemen, I think, of when Ooh, it comes you to went this. D-man. Um, I didn't even go D-man. It doesn't have to be. Well, some of this is tied into offense, but two of them, I think Jamie Drysdale and, and Bowen Byram are primed for. Good shout with Byram. Yeah. Breakout seasons. I wonder if there's like a. Like Byram, it, it really comes down to health. And sure. I guess it's limited somewhat because Kale McCarr is always going to be ahead of him on the top power play unit, mm-hmm. but 
Byram's got huge breakout potential. But I wonder, too, if they're going to try to do like a Devontae's transition right. to Byram. Be like, hey, we're, we're getting ready for this. You're healthy. We'll give you the minutes as the season progresses. Yeah. Like Byram, we've seen small spots where Byram and Makar play together, and it's been really dominant. <laughs> when they have at least according to the numbers so something to keep an eye on i think if that ever happens um and obviously like the thing that's held byron back the most is his um is his health issues that he's had so if he can overcome that be on the ice more often then you could have a player with serious breakout potential my last two here okay phil tomasino Oh, let's I'm, go. I'm waiting. Domasino. Like, he put up 32 the first season. Yeah. Uh, 11 goals. Didn't really get a chance last year. Went to Milwaukee. Was almost a point a game in, in the AHL. Got a bit of a shot later. And, yeah, put up 18 points last year for a team that needs goal scoring. Uh, that's what I'm looking at. And the other one, Connor Bedard arrives in uh, Chicago. Who's going to be playing around there? Lucas Reichel. Ooh. Kind of like a silky player. Is there a chance he can play? Uh, in an elevator role. Uh, final player on my list, Anton Lundell in Florida. Nice. Um, good defensive player already, but uh, has some more offensive pop in his game that I think we might start to see come out. I'll chime in with one. Oh, let's go. Love it, Eddie. Lucas Raymond in Detroit. Nice. Yeah. 21 yeah. years old. Had a bit of a drawback from his first year, but Detroit's on the rise. He'd be a little bigger and stronger, get more primetime minutes. The Brinkett's now there. I think Raymond could be starting to come into his prime in Detroit and start to see all those prospects start to really leave their mark there. Uh, that's a really good shout. So there's a couple of names for you to keep an eye on as uh, the NHL season draws nearer on some breakout candidates for the upcoming year. Uh, all right. So it's Friday. We've already done the mailbag. Before we go, it's time for a confession. Friday here on The People Show. Let's do it. Join the movement that is Confession Friday. I know you hate me. I know I hurt you. But there's more. Listen. People in the butts. He should have been playing in the minors. Sports. Some weird things going down the toilet. I can't tell if Reach is shaking his head because he just heard the Confession Friday intro or his chair is sinking. It's the worst feeling in the world when your chair just is continuously sinking. There's one right here you can switch. I mean, we got 10 minutes left. I'll be fine. Just don't look Just at me stand. funny as I keep sinking down. All right. I'm in quicksand. Dom, you wanted to lead us off here? Yeah, so uh, TikTok, uh, Strawberry Milk Mob, local entrepreneur. Uh, Support local. Yeah. Bikini Savant. Uh, really successful businesswoman. She uh, became famous for her series of Reasons Why I Love Men. Okay. I'm not on TikTok, so I don't know these things. Reasons why I love men. They can just go into a store and buy something, know what they're going to buy, go and buy it, and that's it. They don't have to look at anything else. Oh, yeah. Don't have to sit outside waiting for (laughs) someone to grab it for me. We don't get distracted by anything else. So it was a really good series, and there's some really funny ones in there. So she posts, girls, girls, this is the new Thirst Trap. Thirst Trap 2.0. Go out. And just film what you're cooking, film what you made, and make sure that you're posting it, and make sure that you're showing that it, you made it. You know, you're the one that cooked up 
this pasta oliole or whatever. <laughs> That's the new thirst trap. So, and she's like, and she's like, this is the new thirst trap. Guys love it. They're gonna eat it up. And I comment, do you want to go take it from here? You so, take it from here. I was scrolling aimlessly on TikTok last night, and this comes up on my feed. And I, after I saw it, I look at the comments. Because the comment section is generally where the best content comes from. And the first comment I see is Dom. She's right. <laughs> so, I'm 32 and I've just realized, you know, yeah, I want a woman who can cook. <laughs> I value that. Um, it's fair. Hey, you might you might find that attractive. I can't I can't disagree with you. Um, Come home to a nice cooked meal. I, I thought your confession, Dom, was gonna be the one uh, you just did. But it's. Uh, <laughs> what was that? The text we got from Snoop the dog and the search that you had to uh, check you, in on. You Googled someone. On we a can't work mention who it is. Yeah, sure. So Peter North, a famous Canadian actor. Snoop the dog t- texted in during Ask Us Anything. Yes. Would you consider Peter North an elite athlete of the 90s? Now, Reach and I <laughs> were just like, thanks for the text. We moved on. But I could see Dom like lower his head to his computer and type something in and then raise a... Po- <laughs> Palm to his forehead yeah, and I was start like, laughing. He, he he googled it because I know the name. I had to confirm. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, definitely an elite athlete. That was your <laughs> confession. That's my confession. There's a couple of good confessions in there. All right, six fifty, six fifty. My confession. I don't. I re- I stray away from commenting on things just for the the reason that we just illustrated. With right. Them. I just don't want to see. People seeing my thoughts on certain things. Professional lurker. <laughs> the only, the only, the only thing that needs to see your thoughts is your algorithm. Yes, that's it. That's it. The algorithm knows me. Nobody else needs to know. <laughs> Not even your wife. <laughs> Just maybe especially that. <laughs> I keep those thoughts to my algorithm. All right, you got more confessions. Six fifty, six fifty. Again, all anonymous. Uh, I've been married for thirty-two years to a Leafs fan. Confession Fridays. That's tough. What do you guys think about that when you, when you're dating or you, uh, dating a rival, someone that is a clear diehard fan of a rival? Embrace it. I've. Uh, but you're gonna let your fandom get in the way of a relationship? I thought about it. <laughs> a seven game series decides the. Oh my goodness! Imagine now, the relationship. Look, if if there's like trash talk that's going beyond, then it's like, let's calm down here. Yeah. <laughs> We're on the same team. But not. But uh, but not. Um. So long as the loser talk doesn't come out, you're such a loser. You support that team. It's like you're single now. So my uh, <laughs> my better half one day comes home, nails done, and they're like black and red. And oh she's, no, she's asking <laughs> me if I like the nails. And generally, like I, yeah, whatever, they look good. But I don't know. You were I'm, a guy. I'm, I'm a massive. Juve- I'm a massive Juventus fan, and, and I see black and red, and I'm just like. You had to go with the Milan colors? Like, that's... Shevchenko coming out here? What's going like, on Like, what here? are we doing? Uh, we, I don't need Kaká or Ronaldinho coming into my, my space over here. This is... Uh, I didn't like it. This, this is so reach. Jersey today? That's so reach. It was... Uh, so it was upsetting. Needless to say, she's not gone black and red since. Uh, Confession Fridays. <laughs> Actually? Hey, it's a true well, partner was, right there. That is a true partnership. Yeah, it right. is. She's, she's a brilliant woman. Uh, Confession Fridays. I used a Boston Bruins garden gnome to train my dog where to go to the bathroom in the backyard. Brilliant. <laughs> well played. Absolutely brilliant. 
Uh, that's very good. Um, I don't think this is a real one. Confession Friday. I was the one who framed Roger Rabbit. <laughs> that's pretty good. It's a good text, though. That's strong. Uh, Confession Friday, 650-650. We were supposed to finish work at 2.30 today, but during lunch break, one of our coworkers said he had a few beers in his cooler. So we decided at the to end the day at 1 o'clock. We close the shack door and have a few frosty ones in there. <laughs> I don't mind it if it's a slow day and there's no customers. Hey, look, it's been a slow day here today. Yeah. I'm not saying I have or haven't, but <laughs> I'm saying it's been a slow day. We uh, we did extend the mailbag for an hour. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this text, Confession Friday. Work has been really slow lately. My company laptop has had all the fun things disabled by IT, so I renamed my iPhone to the same name as my company laptop so I can stream over the company Wi-Fi without getting kicked off. Nice. Wait, how does that work? I don't know. Nice. Is that a thing? Yeah. Technology allows it to happen? Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know that was a thing. I didn't know that was a thing. Interesting. Either. Well played. Um... Detroit Brian, wife is a Steelers fan. I'm a Niners fan. We bet every season. There you go. Find a way to make it work. Uh, I don't know if we can read this one. Okay. I was just going to start reading it, so I didn't have time to screen it. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you should read that one. <laughs> it's going to be it's like not- sat with the Mercedes. <laughs> That's slang for something, and I don't know what. Oh, yeah. Don't no. read that. Don't, don't read that. It's not the worst one we've ever gotten. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. In the butts. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> what? Worst salesman here, I confess. I've gotten I've got most of my confessions off my chest on this show. Struggled in weeks back to participate. Uh, and so I will preemptively confess. <laughs> this is awful. I don't know if you should preemptively confess, because now everyone knows who you are. No. Well, we uh, haven't said any names. Next week, I'll be saying goodbye to a customer I'm not overly fond of, and we'll leave them a parting gift. Uh, an upper decker. If you don't know what that is, it's terrible. You Google it. It's terrible. That is <laughs> Confession Fridays. I don't even know where to begin. Confession Fridays. I hate coworkers. That's fairly common. Yeah, I would say find a new job. I find that's fairly. common. I, I support you in finding a new job. Get out there. You never know. Could be better. Grass could be greener on the other See, side. See, this is what happens when you don't do this every week. Now people are just like firing things off that we can't read. Yes. Yeah. You got to. Do this and, and and regulate the people to like stymie the confessions. So you get new confessions. Yeah. People are too geeked week. up for it. People are trying to get us to say fun things yeah. on the radio. Oh, this is a good one to end on. Okay, because we do have to go. When I was ten, my brother got a girlfriend. I was mad she stole my big brother from me, so I would spit in her shoes when she came over. <laughs> that is not classy, but <laughs> stay classy, Texter. <laughs> Uh, but we have it. that emotion for the fam. I get it. Uh, all right. Coming clean. That's it for Confession Friday. And that's it for today's edition of The People's Show. Dan Richo and Bick Nazarbik here with Israel Fair next week. And more coming through the summer as we continue. Shouts to producers Eddie and Dom today. For my co-host Bick, I'm Dan. And, of course, you, the listener. Appreciate you. You've been listening to SportsNet 650.